Hey, everybody. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to remind you that we've got our April training happening starting on Monday, April 24th. It's called Soulful Selling. This is one of our free community trainings. It's four days, an hour each day, and I'm going to be diving into how to talk about what you do and most importantly, how to have discovery calls that end up with people saying yes to working with you. So if you have not registered yet, make sure you go to my website, www.stacybrassrussell.com and get your spot. It's going to be on Zoom. Yes, there are replays, but you should absolutely get signed up for this if you're a coach, if you are an expert, if you're a creator if you're a wellness professional, if you're someone with a service-based business, this is for you. And now let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, Mindset and Business Strategy Coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. Today, we are going to be talking about something that I am calling magic formula syndrome. But before we dive into that, I just want to remind you that if you're listening to this show on the day that it is coming out, which is April 12th, 2023, a reminder that we've got a free four-day training for the community coming up next week. Now, I'm going to be fully transparent and tell you that as of the time that I am recording this show, I don't have all of the details of that training ready for you, meaning I can't tell you right now what the title is. But by the time you're listening to this, oh my God, it's been out there in the world. There's definitely a title and there are definitely things for you to see. So um, if you want to be taking part in a free training for the community, my trainings are always so high value. They're so amazing. I I know at the time that I'm recording this that um, I have my ideas and it's going to be incredible. So go to my website, www.stacybrassrussell.com and you can go to the podcast page because it'll be there. You can go to the events page, but I am promising you that there is something happening next week and I'm sure that you don't want to miss it. Okay. So with that, we're going to talk about magic formula syndrome. So here's what I want to tell you about today. There is no magic formula. And why I'm calling it magic formula syndrome is because I myself get a little bit uh, caught up sometimes in thinking that there's something that someone else, other people know, or that they have some secret, they've got some perfected um, strategy that works a hundred percent, a million percent all the time perfectly. And they're just raking it in. Right. And I even get caught up in thinking that that exists sometimes. But the good news is that I don't get caught up in it for very long because my, my higher brain, my genius brain actually knows that it's just not true. My genius brain knows that there is no way that the universe gave only certain special people magic formulas, magic knowledge that works perfectly, and that other people are so freaking brilliant and are so lucky that everything just works easily and perfectly for them. And they have a secret that I don't know about and that the universe decided to give it only to some people 
and they and the universe excluded me and made me the special exception and was like, we're going to give this only to some people and definitely not Stacey Brass Russell. And so I know that that's not true. And even with knowing that it's not true, every once in a while, I can slip because I'm human, just like you, into this thought. And you know, I like to say thinking error, right? Because I don't want to say that, you know, that I make mistakes or that it's wrong, but a little bit of a thinking error that, that there's a magic formula because other people are essentially saying that they have it. And we all can kind of be, you know, vulnerable to this. But I think that a lot of the people that I work with, a lot of the people that I talk to, a lot of the people out there that I hear and see maybe are a little bit more susceptible to magic formula syndrome than I am. And that's just because I'm a little further along. Like I, I, maybe it's that, you know, I've done more work on that part of my, (laughs) of my brain, or maybe it's because I'm at a certain point in my business where, um, the things that come up for me that cause me to have moments of fear, which we all have, or scarcity, or my confidence goes down. Maybe those are, you know, over different things. And if you're like in the beginning of your business, especially, and you're starting out or you're early on and it's it feels difficult, it feels hard for you to get the kind of traction that you want or the kind of results that you want you might be more susceptible to magic formula syndrome. You might be more vulnerable to seeing one of those posts on social media or hearing someone basically say that they sent out one email and made a million dollars or they posted in their stories and had a 50K day or, you know, like that is just the time that we're living in. We're living in a time when everybody is using really, really, really extreme marketing in their businesses. And I wanted to come in today to talk about magic formula syndrome very much in relationship to that, as well as to talk about how to, how, what you need, what you need in place for yourself in order to make empowered decisions about what you do want to check out that someone else is offering, right? So let's say you do see something and someone's dangling or waving the magic formula, you know, in front of you and claiming that they they are one of the chosen ones, <laughs> that the universe did single them out. I mean, there are literally people out there marketing like that. There are people out there saying that, you know, they got a download of special codes, you know, wealth codes or whatever, and that like they now are in possession of these codes and that you can pay for them to tell them to you, right? So there there are even people out there that are not just saying that they've created, discovered, or, you know you know, figured out on their own some sort of unbelievable marketing strategy that, you know, this exact sequence of emails is going to like get you, you know, people, you know, just paying, you know, thousands of dollars for your program or your course, or, you know, they're, they're, they're out there saying that, you know, there's a, they have a social media, you know, content strategy template, this, that, and if you use it, you're going to get this. So that's one thing. These are people who are saying that they've created something that they want to give you. And then there's a whole other level of people saying that, you know, literally, you know, divine spirit gave them some sort of like special information, <laughs> that pr- proprietary information. So this is all out there now. And what I wanted to, you know, hopefully talk about today is who you need to be in order to not let that shit drive you fucking crazy. And I know what I need to do not to let that shit drive me fucking crazy. And it does sometimes drive me fucking crazy, which is why I am coming in to make the episode, because I, as I said in the beginning, it ha- it happens to me, too where I fall 
into, you know, this sort of fear-based mindset that someone else knows shit and has secrets. And that's why things are so much easier for them or they're making so much more money or they or, you know, they're they they have some 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 thing that I need. But I know how to talk myself out of 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 thinking about that from a fear based place. And I know how to make choices about what I want to check out, try, look at from an empowered place. And so when we think that we don't know something or that other people, it's okay to think that other people know something, right? (laughs) If it wasn't, I'd be out of business, right? Because I definitely want you to think that I know something that could help you. But the point is that I know something that can help you, meaning I can work with you. And is there stuff that I can share with you that comes from experience? Am I really good at some stuff that you might not be as good at, right? Like, do I have any special sauce, you know, and some gifts? I do. That's what makes me good at what I do, right? A lot of what what people invest with me for is to have access to my brain, right? And that's okay. That's like, I, I can say that. It's a good brain. But what I don't do is market that I've got some sort of thing that is a guaranteed, a a thing that is a guaranteed, you know, 100% magic formula that if I give it to you and you use it, you're going to have crazy, insane results, the same as mine or, you know, whatever. And I don't believe in that. And I don't believe in it when other people say it either. But every once in a while, I get curious. And I'm like, what the fuck is this person like claiming that they've got? And then what I will do is not spend thousands of dollars, but I will occasionally like take something for free, right? Someone's like saying, I've got this thing. If you get it right now, you're going to get 50 high ticket clients. And I'm sometimes I'm like, I'm going to sign up for that shit because I want to know what they're saying. I want to know, I want to get it and I want to open it up and I want to see this like miraculous like information that this random person has, right? That's so brilliant and so perfect that everyone that gets it is going to make shitloads of money. And when I sign up for those things and I get them, guess what? It's never anything that I don't already know, okay? And it's not that it's not that groundbreaking and it's definitely not something that's plug and play. It's definitely not something that anyone and everyone can use exactly as is and get the same results. And I know this, but every once in a while, I too get a little bit worried. <laughs> like, uh-oh, am I just thinking that I, that I, you know, that there's, that I know how to do things? Okay, so coming in today to talk about magic formula syndrome, which is the syndrome where you walk around thinking that other people have magic formulas, shortcuts, very special information that if only you had it, you would have instantaneous results, instantaneous success, instantaneous money, instantaneous clients, if only you had that. And to be honest with you, like it's kind of a shitty marketing strategy, meaning I think it's a little unethical. I'm just going to, you know, come right out and say it. I do think it's a little unethical to market like that. I'm okay with getting something and having it like, you know, because I'm mostly getting it and I'm going to talk about this from like a different mindset. I don't take action from the fear and scarcity place. I've learned I don't even know if I ever did, but I definitely know that I've learned not to do it. So the, 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 the people that it's really terrible for that, that kind of marketing are the people who are taking action from a place of fear and scarcity. And when somebody's out there with their magic formula marketing, right. And they are, 
and they're making it sound like they are raking it in and, you know, making so much money and having so much success from like, you know, one formula of an email or a social media post or a sales page or a landing page or a funnel or whatever. It's not ethical because the people that they're preying on are not the Stacys. It's the people who are literally walking around feeling desperate and like they don't know and like someone else does. But not just know, like where they could help them like a mentor or a coach or someone that's going to like guide or, you know, pull out of you, right? That's what really you probably need. But instead, it's someone who's basically saying, I'm going to give you this this thing that's going to solve all your problems. And that's really, really different than working with someone as your mentor or as your coach or like inside of a program. And unfortunately, there are so many of these courses and they can range from free to, you know, like not cheap. And so many people invest in those things. And it's and I'm going to say invest counts with free. And I'll tell you like why. Um, Invest in those things from a place of fear and scarcity. So. You know, why Why did this come up for me this week? I'm just going to be totally, you know, honest with you because I think this is why I'm here on the show. I think it's why you listen to it. Um, and I always want to be very, um, I want you to see me as a real person who's really growing my business and who really takes action and does shit and figures stuff out and is constantly having to look at like, my business model and, you know, where do I want to tweak or what do I need to do? Or, you know, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And now if I want to get a different result or a different outcome, or I want to scale, I have to do something different. And sometimes when, when I do that, or when any business owner, and this is what's so important about listening to working with whatever, someone who's really transparent, is that whenever I want to make any of those changes or do any of those things. Um, it's a little bit of like a scary place. And when you're in that sort of scary place, you're a little vulnerable. And when you're in that vulnerable place, you can have self-doubt. And when you have self-doubt, <laughs> right, it's like a chain reaction. So what's funny is like sometimes the self-doubt is caused by a whole ripple effect of being really confident, knowing like that you're in a great, you know, like place and deciding that you're going to do something new, different, bigger scale. And then by doing that, you put yourself into a little scary, vulnerable place. And then and then you're in that mindset instead of the confident mindset while you're doing the, the bigger thing. It's kind of fucked up. Right. But that's why I'm like, I would never not have my coach. I would never want to do what I'm talking about without like my coach, right? Okay, so, you know, I decided that I wanted to, um, I decided that I would like to have a, a, a new one-on-one client. And we don't have to go into the whole thing, but I realized that I had some room to take on a new client. I don't always I definitely am often like full. And if I'm in the middle of, you know, a big training or whatever, that usually leads to both new one-on-one clients as well as new members of the academy, right? So I've got one-on-one coaching and I've got the Passionate and Prosperous Academy, which is a year-long group experience. And both of those things are available. Sometimes my one-on-one coaching, I'm kind of not really talking about that much because if I have a very full, you know, kind of calendar of one-on-one clients, I I sort of do this thing where I go, so therefore I kind of just trust in the universe that like if someone really wants to work with me, they can book a discovery call because that's always available. It's on my website. And I'll be like, okay, great. The universe sent this person to me. And then I go into more proactive sort of launching periods with my events and, and my trainings and stuff happens from there. And then of course, like enrolling in the academy is, 
is something that I make a dedicated um, focus on every couple of months. So the way all things kind of panned out was that recently, this month that I'm recording the show, which is March, um, I was like, hey, you know what? Like, I actually can would like an, another one-on-one client. And I was like, so what am I going to do? Right? Because I, I don't always talk about it. And so I decided, I, so I said to my coach, you know, sometimes calls just sort of like discovery calls just end up on my calendar. And right now there are none on my calendar. And I know that part of it is because I'm not really offering or making, you know, I'm not really like kind of talking about it a lot. So, you know, what, 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 what do you think I should do? Cause I had started like putting it out there a little bit, you know, at the PSs of my emails and stuff. And, you know, my coach was like, uh, basically what we decided was I'd be more, I'd be more, um, kind of upfront about it, you know, that I'd literally, instead of making it a PS or tacking it on to the end of a different email that I'd like make, you know, make more of like a point of saying, Hey, you know, you can work with me if you want to work with me. So anyway, so I write this email to my email list, you know, and, 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 and part of what I wrote in the email about working with me. And I did want to also talk about this. Maybe it'll be a different episode was I, I was talking about how I realized that I always assume that everyone knows what I do. And especially because I'm very, very, um, kind of very forward facing with my academy, with the Passion and Prosperous Academy, which is very clearly a business development program for coaches and service-based entrepreneurs and, and, and wellness professionals. And it's really clear. That's what it is. Like you're going to come into the academy and you're going to get like super clear on your niche and your messaging and on a strategy for how to build your yellow brick road and on what content to create and how to create it and how to move people along your yellow brick road by building no love and trust and email lists and, you know, what you're putting out in the world in the form of workshops or trainings, what your program is. I mean, we do, it's literally like a, an incubator. It's like a place for you to have live ongoing, like, you know, partnership and support to, to be an entrepreneur. And then there's working with me one-on-one, which some people just prefer one-on-one. They just want that. Obviously there's more one-on-one attention with me. Um, it's just different, you know, it's for, and it's a different price point, whatever. So I write this email and I decide, Ooh, I'm going to actually say, Hey, I realized that maybe some people, maybe I take for granted that you know what I do. And so I'm going to like write this email and, and say that one of the things that makes me a really special business coach, and I really do believe this is that I'm a transformational master life coach. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not just a business coach and there are coaches out there that are not life coaches. There are plenty of business coaches out there that are not highly trained mindset, uh, transformational life coaches uh, with the kind of yoga background that I have, which is philosophical, spiritual, based in brain science, right? Not all business coaches have all of that other stuff. So there are plenty of business coaches and I had one. I had a business coach, my first business coach that I invested with at a very high investment to be in this mastermind or whatever. Um, I think I talked about it on the last episode, actually. Um, guess what? She was not <laughs> a life coach or a mindset coach. So, so like I got to the point where I was like, oh my God, my head is going to fall off if this person tries to show me like email open rates and add, de- you know, details one more time, which is fine. Like you need all of that. You need, you need to know all that shit for scaling, but like there was no other support. Okay. So I always feel like, Hey, when you come to work with me, I'm not just here for your actual business. Like what's your niche, how to create clients, how to make money. But I'm also here for like, who are you in the business and your life? Because when you're an entrepreneur, you can't separate your business from who you are, which is why magic formula syndrome is so important for us to talk about. So when you come to talk with me, when you come to work with me, right, we look at all of this other shit that gets in the way of you being able to approach your business and from an empowered place. 
And so I wrote this email that I loved, you know, I mean, I, you know, I spent time on my shit and I wrote this email and it was like all of these, like, I think it was like 21 points of like what, what my intention is for you. If you come in to work with me to get out of overwhelm, to, to stop like playing into victimhood, to learn how to trust yourself, to, to, to you know, use your intuition, to like not give a shit what other people think. Um, you, you just like to, to partner with the universe, to have, you know, all these awesome things. And so I write this awesome email and, you know, and I, and I say, and I have, you know, I have spots open for um, a call to connect with me. And this is a six, to 12 month, you know, very high touch, um, coaching partnership. And, you know, I write this email and I'm like, Oh my God, like who wouldn't want to like work with me? (laughs) So I send out the email and, um, and, you know, just like any of you would, I like, you know, a couple of hours later, I was like, huh, nobody booked the call with me. And I went into a little bit of that, sort of feeling that that scarcity that fear that sort of um mind that mind drama and the mind drama was like i this is literally i'm just literally telling you was you know oh my god all these other coaches that i you know follow or that i even know claim that they send out an email and, you know, everyone books with them. People write back and they're like, how can I pay? <laughs> you know, like you hear all these stories. And so I'm like, I was out. I was out on, on, on this was on Monday and I was out. And because uh, I remember I was like walking down the street and I was like having these thoughts. I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? I write this amazing email and I send it out and nobody responds and nobody books the call. And it's got to be me because all these other coaches send out an email and they get calls and they get right. This is like my, what I'm doing. And like in my regular genius brain, I know that that's not even true. Like I actually really don't believe that that all someone does is send out like one email and all of a sudden get like, you know, tons of calls or whatever. Um, but in that moment, so I, you know, I, 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 I messaged my coach and I'm like, you know, cause she gets my emails. And, and I was like, I sent out the email that we talked about and, you know, and knowing this and, you know, do I not know how to write a good, <laughs> like, I'm such a good email writer, but I was like, I, do I not know how to write an email? You know, and I leave her this whole message. Like I basically dumped out all of my like scarcity fear. I wouldn't call it scarcity. It was like, it was just this like vulnerability, right? It was this vulnerability. It was this, it was this thought that someone else has a magic formula that I don't have. So this is literally what made me want to make the episode, right? Like this, this, I had this thought and it wasn't lasting, but it was there. And the thought was that someone else knows how to write an email that gets people to book calls. Simultaneously knowing that I'm an amazing email writer, I'm an amazing copywriter, like I know I'm good at that. And is that, what I say my job is like, is that I'm mean, I literally a copywriter? No. But do I think that like that, that I have pretty good skills, like enough that someone else doesn't necessarily have so much better skills than me that they could write a different email than me, you know, send it out and get, you know, for me, meaning and, and, and get the calls booked. I don't think so. So you know, I started thinking about this like funny thing that we now have become, I I mean, I'm going to say if it's, if I can recognize this, you've got to recognize it too. I was like, wow, we're living in this really weird time where there's so much marketing out there where people are claiming that they've got these, these magical formulas of email sequences and of sales pages and of social media posts, literally, literally claiming, I'll give you my post that garnered, you know, people are like, pay me and I'll give you the post that went viral and got $60,000 or whatever. And I'm like, but that's yours. And even, and I wonder if that's even true. Anyway, I'm just going to say, but the thing that that we're living in, the time that we're living in, is this time that people are 
using this idea that they've got magic formulas. They've got very, very, very special guaranteed like like things that they could give you and you're going to get the same result or the result that they're claiming that that they got. I like to say that because I actually don't even believe like a lot of what people say because like I'll, I'll like I'll watch or listen to someone and about their their results and all that and and I'll and I'm and I'll literally be like okay it just doesn't add up I'll like go to their website I'll look at what their offers are and I do this for research not you know I do it because I'm curious I'm curious like I'm an entrepreneur and I'm I want to I do want to make a lot of money and so what do you do well you study people who are doing what you want to do and are further along or who do make a lot more money than you or whatever. And that's part of what you should do when you're an entrepreneur, right? You should, or I guess if you're anything, when someone else has success, you should be curious about it. You should be curious about someone's success. You, But what you shouldn't be is in fear and panic about someone else's success and think that they have something that you don't have, meaning that they're magical or special, and that somehow you're broken and bad and wrong and don't know and are stupid and that that's why they have it and you don't yet. So that's one thing that I work really, I'm not going to say I work hard. I don't have to work that hard anymore to do it, but that's one thing that I've really learned. So when I go to look at someone who's claiming certain levels of, of success, I'm not going to look at them to make myself feel like a piece of shit that's compare and despair. But I am often going to be like, hey, I'm curious. I'm going to do a little sleuthing because usually unless you pay these people, you can't know anything anyway about like what their business model is. But me, I come on my show, which is free, and I like try to tell you shit. Um, you know, you know that I've got one-on-one coaching. I've got a year-long group program. And you know what? Like that's that's kind of the majority of it. Do I make some money when I do other smaller courses that I pay that I charge for? Yes. Do I make a couple of, you know, a couple of shekels when I do a VIP upgrade on 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 a program? Yeah, but that's not why I do VIP upgrades. I don't charge you $27 because I'm gonna make like tons of money. I really do that just to sort of create more um more intimate containers within the programs that I'm doing for the people that are really invested that really want to get the most out of it. So okay, so anyway, so I go through this little like, you know, magic formula like issue <laughs> for myself, which my coach like immediately coached me down from. And then another interesting thing happened, which was I was listening to a podcast episode uh, with a coach that I like and follow. And um, on the show, she was, and she's a multi seven figure, like a multi million dollar coach. And on the show, on this particular episode, she was talking about how her business strategy is generosity and that she gives so much away for free. And this is what makes people want to buy from her and want to buy everything she has and, you know, and blah, 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 and that this is a business model. And and I'm sitting there going, well, that's my business model. I mean, that's what I do. How come I don't have multiple seven figures and 50 bazillion people in my audience and on my email list and whatever, right? So for a moment, I had another magic formula. This is all in like one day. So I knew that like, that I was in some sort of like little vulnerable place, right? So I'm I'm listening and I'm like, well, is, does she know how to do the generous thing better than me? I was literally thinking, does she know something that I don't know? Like, is there, does she do offering generous content better? Or does she have some other strategy? Does she know how to like, and then I was, you know, and then what that makes me think is like, so what I'm asking is, does she know how to manipulate people differently than me? And, you know, literally, I'm like, because I'm, because I'm really generous and I do X, Y, and Z. So, I thought it would be helpful to bring this in because I know that if these are things that my brain is going through, there's no way that your brain doesn't go through these things also. So what do we do about it? This is the most important thing. So 
If you are walking around, which I'm not, I'm just going to say like, I would say that I shared with you how I think that human brain shit comes up for all of us. And there are lots of different reasons why we may have like a day of low vibe or human brain dominance or, you know, like I said, if I'm if I'm like in a p- place of like doing something um you know, like kind of whatever up leveling, scaling, whatever you want to call it, that 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 in and of itself can bring up some sort of like, you know, imposter syndrome and thinking that other people know how to do it better. Or they've got, like I said, the magic formula or the super special, you know, thing or they're better at it or they're 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 brilliant. They're brilliant marketers, copywriters, and they may be. But brilliance is not it doesn't mean that your specific template or formula is right for everyone. It's right for you. So the people that are out there like selling you what worked for them, it's a little bit, like I said, it's a little unethical or it's a little bit fraught, like fraught or, or, okay, well, I'm going to tell you something else. Okay. Ah, podcast episode, stay focused. Do not go off topic. All right. So what do we do about magic formula syndrome and when are we most um, vulnerable to it? That's what I was talking about. So we all get these moments where we're like where we have human brain vulnerability. But there's a big but here. But if you have not established for yourself a feeling of competence, confidence. Um, what are the other words? Like if you are not in a place where you trust some of the really important fundamental things about being in business, about being an entrepreneur, about being you, if you don't know how things work and you're constantly only doing one thing, which is looking at your current results and just thinking that you suck or that you don't know something and you're not doing the real work of being an entrepreneur, then you're always going to be like vulnerable to or susceptible to magic formula syndrome. And if you're always being susceptible to magic formula syndrome, you're always thinking that there's something out there that you don't know that you need and you're always seeking it And then what happens is you take all of it and you try to try all these different things and you're all over the place and not one of those things works because there is no such thing as a one-off single magic formula. And the only thing that works is actually understanding how to choose a strategy or a thing that you're going to try, work with. And then how to actually do it. And what that means is executing it or implementing it one time and then looking at the outcome or the results is not the whole picture. And so when you're walking around operating from a place of fear in your business, when you're looking at everything and thinking that you don't know anything and that everything is bad and wrong, when you do one thing, like send out an email and then, and then, you know, freak out that it didn't get, you know, all the things. And then, so you go running for magic formula, the next one, and you go, this person says this email will work. And you just keep doing that. You're just in a perpetual cycle and you're not going to have a business. And so one of the things that we all have to do, and I do do this, is you have to, you've heard the expression like pick a lane, right? You got to pick a lane. This is, this is the strategy part. And you have to not keep running around looking for other formulas. You have to decide that you're going to like pick, and I don't think you should do the magic formula shit, like where someone says, use this, do this, blah, blah. This is my exact thing. Like that doesn't work. The reason why I have the business that I have is because anything that you do needs to come through you, right? If you use somebody's formula, all right, 
So this is what I was going to say before, and I'm just going to say it because it is relevant. So, okay. So one of the other things that I saw, and of course, the really scary thing about like Facebook and whatever is like, sometimes you're having a thought and then some shit will pop up in your feed and you're like, this terrifies me. So anyway, as you know, I was in like email marketing, you know, like thoughts. Why didn't my email work? Okay. And so then what pops up? But a sponsored post to get a some coaches uh, proven high ticket. Oh, my God. And, you know, like I well, if you don't listen to the show all the time, you might not know that I hate the term high ticket. Right. But, you know, this this how the email sequence that will get the high ticket clients <laughs> that that was literally what it was like advertising. Get my high ticket sales email sequence. And I was just like, you know what? It was free. And I was like, I am going to fucking get this high ticket sales. Or maybe it was $27. And and then I was like, man, I'm going to buy in something, whatever it was. It was either free or low. And I was like, I want to see it. I want to see it because I know a lot of shit. And I want to see what this person is saying is a guaranteed email sequence that's going to uh, get high ticket clients. So I got it and I open up this thing and it's one page and it's a fucking generic formula that I already know, like the back of my hand, there's no actual copy. There's no email. See, all it says is email one, you know, say hi, email two, do this, email three. And I was like, motherfucker, because this is the state of marketing. This is like what's going on out there. And the thing is, is that like, it's okay. We all have to put our shit out there. We all have to make everyone know why we're the best at what we do. We have to speak directly to our ideal clients. We've got to speak to pain points. Like, I know all of this. And yet, at the same time, there's this, like, fine line between saying that you've got something that's going to guarantee lots of money in clients, right, or guaranteeing that you're going to help someone to, to, to do what they need to do for their business. It's really weird, like, this whole thing that's happening in the, in the industry or in the market. So, anyway, so that was good. I was actually glad I got it. I really was. I was really glad that I got it because I was happy when I saw it and had validation that someone doesn't know a secret magical formula that I don't know. And I was like, whew, all right. So, okay, I was right, right? So, all right. So if you are constantly walking around in fear and scarcity, you're going to see these things and you're going to take action from that place of fear and scarcity. So what that means is that you're going to download everything. You're going to invest in things that aren't, that are going to end up not helping you because you're not making those decisions from a solid place. So if you are walking around not understanding how business actually works, then you're always walking around from that in that place of fear and scarcity. So how does business really work? Well, business really works in this way. You don't have a magic formula. Every time you take action and do something like send an email or post on social media or have a conversation or put yourself out there in whatever way you're doing it. Then every time, saying every time you do that, once you do that, instead of having a reaction to whatever the outcome was or how it went, you have to have enough self-confidence and enough self-trust to be able to look at that outcome, that result, that immediate whatever, collect data on it, meaning what do you need to know about it? What is it? What did it tell you? What did it teach you? And then decide what your next action is going to be. If that's going to be to tweak it 
if that's going to be to add to it, if that's going to be to do a different kind of follow-up, if that's going to be to just do it a different way next time, or if that's going to be realizing that not everything has an immediate and instantaneous result. So if we want to be really, 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 really good business owners, and when I say that, I mean, even if you don't really have a lot of clients yet or none, you still have to think of yourself as someone who has a business and you have to show up. I'm sorry that I keep saying you have to. You don't have to do anything. I would love for you (laughs) to be someone who would like to approach their business from an empowered place and from knowing a couple of really important things. One, that there's no one size fits all, that there's no such thing as someone telling you to take their shit and just do it if you don't have certain things in place already for yourself like your own messaging, your own voice, your own niche, your own program, knowing your audience, um, knowing where you are in your business, the phase of your business. There are all of these things that like that factor in to who gets what results from what when. And there is nothing that you can put out there in the world that you shouldn't customize And in order to customize things, you often need to know some of the stuff that might be the very reason why what you are doing before you did the magic formula, before you looked at shiny object, before you reached out and thought, oh, no, I tried this and it didn't work. So so I'm going to go get this person's version of that. But if you don't know why your original way didn't work, then going and getting someone else's way doesn't it doesn't matter. It's not going to work. So I'll go back to myself. I'm not even going to say that my email didn't work. It just, it just didn't, just didn't immediately have someone like book a call with me. Who knows? By the time you're listening to this episode, I might have 9,000 new clients and and a million calls, right? Um, And what I'm talking about right now is like, is like 24 hours. (laughs) Like since that email went out. Okay. So, so this is, this is like me, right? So I did, I did. I sent the email and then I was like, I was like, oh, woe is me. Okay. But I didn't then go get that email template thing from that person thinking that I was going to like do her thing. I got it thinking, you know what? I'm just curious. I'm curious if it really is true that someone else has some magical formula for emails that I don't have. And the answer was no. But what I do need to do is look at my own thing and say, okay, so let's see. Am I clear on my offer? In my email, was I clear on my offer? Am I speaking to my niche? Am I actually addressing their pain points? Was the, was the email interesting? Did, did, it, did people read all the way through it? Did they, you know, did they open it? Um, what are some other things that I might want to know from that email, right? It could also just be that people need to see things. And this is what my coach and I concluded. People need to see things 7 to 22 times minimum. And my coach was like, well, what made you think that one email was going to like do anything? And I was like, "Um, I don't know, actually, because I know all this stuff. Maybe just because it's me and maybe because my little ego was like, "Uh, I want a new client and I want it to be easy. I just want to send an email and have people book a discovery call. Okay, great. That was my desire. And I acted on it. But because I didn't get that immediately doesn't mean that I did something wrong or that it was a bad email, or that it sucked, or that I have to like run and get a different strategy. It just means that I get to go, huh, maybe I just need to send more emails. Or maybe I can play with changing up the messaging in my emails. But until I collect data, until I know more, why would I run out and then try to do something totally different if I don't even know 
what about the thing that I just did may, look, maybe it's nothing. But very often when I see other people, thankfully not my clients, but when I see other people out there trying one thing, going into wah, wah, wah mode, right? And then just running out and getting a different thing and trying a different thing without collecting any data, without actually knowing, without looking at the, what you've just done and coming at it from an empowered objective place, right? And then you're just running out trying to do the next thing. You're just going to keep getting the same results over and over and over again. And you're not coming into your business from a place of empowerment. You cannot be afraid to look at your your business. You can't be afraid to look at numbers. You can't be afraid to get curious or wonder why you didn't get a response on something or why uh, you, you, you you ran a workshop or a challenge or whatever and didn't get any discovery calls or, you know, why you, you know, you sent out this email and no one responded or why you made a social media post and no one liked it. Now, do I think that you should like get totally, um, you know, uh, myopic and fixated on like one social media post? Oh my God, no, you better not. But if over time you're like putting your shit out there and you're not getting any any engagement or any new followers or whatever, it's probably unlikely that someone else has a magic formula like a like that you can just take on and use and get immediate results. It's but it may be that someone can help you first analyze and look at what may be going on, right? And start to help you look at if you need to get more clear on your niche or change some messaging. And some of that other strategy stuff may work for you. But if you were to take on someone else's strategy and have someone guide you, help you, teach you, use their strategy, hey, use my strategy, all that, it still would have to be customized to you. And the only way that like you can figure out what that customization is, is if you're already showing up to your business with a different mindset than the fear and scarcity mindset. So if you're operating all the time from thinking you don't know and that other people have the magic formula that you don't have, you are going to struggle and suffer. So when I did write that email and I made all of these points about how important it is to have a life coach as your business coach, a lot of what I was talking about was what we're talking about right here. So it's kind of funny. It's like a really like really uh, juicy, you know, uh, uh, episode where it's kind of like a little of my experience of, you know, like magic formula syndrome, but then from an objective point of view, you know, really telling you how important it is for you to show up to your business already with a a feeling or a knowledge that you don't need anything, that you're not lacking anything, that it's not that everyone else has all of this stuff that you don't have. That's really different than showing up with curiosity showing up willing to look at numbers and willing to look at data and willing to look at outcomes and results and 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 ask yourself like what you might want to tweak change maybe it's nothing maybe it's just that you have to be patient and you have to just keep taking action and trusting that like that that after the 7 to 22 times that people see x y and z they'll start to respond so there's like a lot of trust And definitely a lot of belief that if someone else is claiming to have something that you have to be able to say, well, I know that's not true. I know they don't have something I don't have, but I could be curious about what they do have because it may be, it may be helpful to me at this time. 
but I'm not going to get it from them if it's coming from a place of fear and scarcity and where I've decided that they have something that I don't have or, or that they have something that I need and that the universe didn't help me with or give me. So there's a really, really big difference between coming from a place of curiosity and of going, you know what, I've really looked at all of this and now I think I do want to like ask someone for help or buy someone's this or try out this other thing. But that's only going to happen if you do the work that you need to do for yourself, which is to believe that you're not lacking anything, that you're not doing anything wrong, that there's, there, there's nobody that's, that, that knows something that's so fucking spectacular that it makes it that they have access to something about success and business that you don't have, that you don't have. And if you do want to look at someone who's further along or for, or, or making more money or using a different, you know, strategy or says that they're really good at one particular thing, then you should do that from a, from an empowered place. Like you shouldn't join the academy and or work with me because you think that you can't have a business without it. If you join the academy from a place of fear and scarcity, your whole experience in the academy is going to be informed by that. And you're never going to be autonomous. You're never going to be able to take what we're giving you in the academy and utilize it from an empowered place. You're going to utilize it from like a disconnected place. You're going to put, you're going to implement, but it's not going to be like rooted in anything. It's not going to be rooted in any confidence. It's not going to be rooted in any power. It's not going to be rooted in you believing that like, if you use this, it will work. It's going to be rooted in this is going to save me. This better save me. And the thing is, is you should not have a business if you're looking to be saved. Nothing's going to save you. And nobody has something out there that you, that if you, that if you don't have it, you're not going to be able to create a client or make money. I also want to make sure that I talk about the fact that there is no one thing. There is no one thing. It's not only email. It's not only social media. It's not only, you know, anything. It's not only sales, how to, you know, knowing how to have sales, the psychology of sales. It's not only discovery calls. It's not only, no, it's, it's all of it. It's everything, right? So meaning what makes up your business. So like if you send out an email and you don't get the result you want, it's like if you go, oh my God, that was my one thing. That was my one lover. That was my one chance. That was the one time I was trying to create a client and it didn't happen. Then again, like, well, first of all, that's like crazy, right? It's cray cray. But you have to remember that, like, it's not one thing. There's no one magic solution. So, I, And I was thinking about that because I was thinking about, like, in my Facebook feed or in my, you know, wherever I am and, I, and the ads are popping up. It's always really interesting because, you know, like, there are lots of different experts putting lots of different stuff in front of your face. Buy our automated funnel program. Guaranteed 50 leads a minute. Get my email sequence, high ticket clients coming into your door nonstop. Use my social media strategy, selling your stories, make $9 million while sitting on the beach in a bikini, drinking a martini. Well, you don't drink martinis on the beach, you drink pina coladas. But you sit and look in your Facebook feed or your Instagram feed or whatever feed you're in where there are ads or even just people posting. And that's the level of marketing. That's like, that's everyone is telling you that their one thing is the solution, that their one thing is the magic formula. And like I said, in the beginning of the episode, and I'll say it again, we all have to market. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, you know, taking that away from anybody. We all got to market. 
You want to you want to have a business. You want people to pay you. There, you have to market. Now you can choose the way that you market. I don't market like those people, and maybe that's why I don't have as many people. No, that's not, that's a joke. <laughs> but you know, you have to do things your way. You have to do things the way that you want to do them. You don't have to sit and and make up like these really really you know really hardcore bro marketing tactics where you're telling people that like, you know, that, that, you know, making people feel, which we can't make anyone feel anyway, but we can definitely know when the tone or the psychology behind a marketing strategy is that you're trying to make people feel that they are missing something that without it, they're not going to be able to have success. And in, in my marketing strategy, I do the opposite. I say, listen, you might be missing something that if you come get it from something over here from me, I, I think I could help you be more successful. Not that you can't be successful without me or what I teach, but I think that you will get it faster or be more successful if you let me help you. It's just a different tone of voice. It's just a different way of saying, come over here. I've got something that can help you. And we all have to do that. So I don't want this episode to in any way, shape or form come off as if like I hate marketing or I don't think everyone's out should be out there making themselves visible and putting themselves out there. I do think that there are some more ethical and better ways to do it than others. And that's why I made the episode. Because I think we all, myself included, have moments where we can be really susceptible to the fear-based marketing, the, the stuff that plays into our fears that says, I have a magical solution that you don't have. I'm, I'm chosen. <laughs> the universe chose me. The universe downloaded very special codes of, of wealth into my, into my spirit body. Oh my God. So what is, what is the takeaway here? I think that you have to do the work. It's like the pre-work. It's the pre-work to show up to your business from a more confident, self-trusting place so that when you see all of the magic formulas, you're not like vulnerable to thinking that that's, that that's what you have to have or that you need to solve your problem. Or that you in this moment are not complete and whole or capable. You have to be able to come into your business not afraid. And then you can make empowered choices about who you want to work with, what you want to do, what you'd like, what will help you. But you don't want to make those choices from thinking that you have nothing, that you don't know anything, that you're a loser, that you're a disaster, that you know nothing about business, because then you're also just out there grasping and you're just taking shit from everywhere and then wondering why it doesn't work. And it's because it's all mishmash. It's misaligned. It's not a strategy. It's not a strategy to pluck from a million people who are all claiming to have magic formulas. That's the worst magic formula is the one where you try to mushmash all the, right? That's like taking five delicious dishes and going, these five dishes are all delicious on their own. So I am going to mishmash them all together and expect that to be delicious. Not going to happen. Five separate delicious dishes mushed up together do not taste delicious. So five strategies from all over the place mushed together in your business are not going to work. And that's what a lot of people do when they're operating in this like fear spiral and, and this like thinking error that there's, that they don't know anything and that everyone else knows but them. And so they're going to go get everyone's thing. Everyone's saying, I've got the thing. I've got the thing. You know? So you know, I feel really good about like the the amount of work I've done on myself to like know how to like when I when I see myself going a little into that, I have tools, I know what to do. 
Um, I know how to get back to that place of like, all right, I'm collecting data. I'm a business owner. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to look at numbers. It's like, it's like the episode on like unfollows and unsubscribes. You can't be afraid to look at how many people unsubscribe. You can't be afraid to look at your bank account. You can't be afraid to look at your expenses. You can't be afraid to see that, you know, some months, you make more, some months you spend more, some months, like you just can't be afraid of your business. You can't be afraid of numbers. You can't be afraid of data. You can't be afraid to like do something and then look at the outcome or the results and be willing to like look back and analyze it so that you can do something different next time. You don't just throw everything out. You don't go, ah, I didn't get any calls. Ah, fuck that. I'm not going to do that strategy again. You know, like that's not a way to run a business. So, so much, there's so much fear. And it all stems from not trusting yourself. It all stems from not believing that you are operating from a place of choice rather than need. And that is just this like this deep level of, 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 of trusting in yourself. That's the best word for it. And that's why it's so freaking important to have a, a, a business coach that's a life coach. <laughs> if I was going to make this full circle. So that's what I wanted to come in and talk about. Magic formula syndrome. And why you might be, you know, like vulnerable to it and how to not be vulnerable to it. And the way not to is you got to do the work first so that before you're out there having all that shit in your face, when it's in your face, you can know why you're interested in it, if you even are. And if you're interested in it because you're getting sucked into thinking that it's this thing that that this person has that you don't, that the universe gave them, it's magic, it's going to work for everybody exactly like this. Tomorrow, you're going to have money and clients. Like if you are getting sucked in by that, it's that's not good. But if you're seeing it and you're like, huh, I'm curious about that. And you act from there. That's a totally different place of acting from. All right. So as I said in the beginning, whatever the training is <laughs> next week, it's on. That means it's on April 17th, 2023. I hope you'll be joining. Um, I hope that you're joining us for the podcast chat that happens every week. And final thing I'll say, reminder, be on my email list. Because if you love the show, um, get on my email list so that you always know when you can be live with me, when you can get some coaching, when you can have a conversation with us about the episodes, when you can, you know, share, uh, when you can get some of this empowerment that I'm talking about. Um, and also that when you'll know about any trainings and workshops and events and things that I do, because I do a lot of them. And, and some things cost money, but some things are free, right? Okay, so I'm sending you so much love and I will be in your headphones next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. Thank you.